0: and this is one kiss Kiss means means forever. forever this is the podcast that talks about all of the horrible things but all the things where you have that christmas glow at the same time we know it's a conundrum but we know you can catch up we're talking about these things from your favorite made for tv romances the kinds that you find on hallmark lifetime netflix you know the drill I should get it tattooed on my body.
1: (laughs) Eh, That doesn't seem like you. (laughs) Sure thing, it does not. Still waiting for my chandelier. Yeah, right. Um, So today, we are going to be talking about a movie from December 23rd, 2017. Uh, It is definitely a Hallmark movie, and it is called Christmas Getaway. Woohoo! Woohoo! And... According to Hallmark, this is what they have to say about this movie. Hoping to spend the holiday relaxing, a travel writer takes a traditional Christmas vacation for the first time. Through a mix-up on the rental site, she finds herself double-booked for the holidays with a widower, his young daughter, and mom. What begins as an inconvenience blossoms into much more. And it stars the, like, criminally beautiful Bridget Regan and (laughs) Travis Van Winkle. Like, she's – it is not okay how pretty she is. (laughs) I'm pretty sure
0: last week we said that Katie McGrath was illegally beautiful. (laughs) Bridget Regan is criminally beautiful. So if we don't incarcerate you for your beauty at some point (laughs) –
1: the way our jealousy comes out (laughs) (laughs) so we want to we want you to to like have to deal with the law enforcement (laughs) into
0: the west wing (laughs) all right let's get back to christmas and getting away hey maybe christmas getaway is an escape movie from prison (laughs) maybe that's what it is it was all a dream (laughs) She was an evil mastermind on uh, Jane the Virgin,
1: after all. So that is, that is true, uh, and she wasn't really evil on uh, White Collar. I don't think she
0: was. Oh, I didn't watch middle. White Collar. She was a
1: bartender in John
0: Wick. True. So, Emery Blake, played by Bridget Regan, is a travel writer who, use, who is used to a more transient than traditional Christmas holiday, as those are her words. She loves being on the move and never settling down, which is a trait that prompts her current boyfriend to break up with her at the beginning of the movie. Womp womp. Emery's editor, slash best friend Veronica, agrees that Emery needs to spend at least one Christmas relaxing and drinking cocoa. Since Veronica knows that her best friend can't simply unwind, she brilliantly sends Emery on a working vacation. Veronica manages to score a last-minute cabin where Emery's assignment is to write about old-fashioned Christmas traditions. So, well played, Veronica.
1: Yes. So, we cut to Scott Hayes, played by Travis Van Winkle, and his little daughter Katie, who spells her name wrong, as in with a Y. (laughs) Uh, Katie has a friend at school who spends every Christmas uh, at a place called Pine Grove, which is basically like a cabin resort that offers Christmas activities, um, but also might be a town. Yeah. Sort of both. Um... But, but you, it's sort of like Pine Grove. You know what? Pine Grove is Brigadoon. That's what it is. It only exists during Christmas. <laughs> um, so Katie expresses to her dad that Pine Grove would be the perfect place to have the kind of Christmas they used to have when her mom was alive. So uh, tug on those heartstrings, Katie. Um, so Scott's mom, Marilyn, or Terrell Rothery, uh, thinks Pine Grove sounds like a great idea, so she manages to score a last minute cabin as a Christmas present.
0: <laughs> so, of course, when Scott and Katie arrive at their cabin, who should also be there but Emery? Looks like this last minute cabin was double booked. What a merry mix up! <laughs> <laughs> Emery concedes that she is only one person, while the Hayes family will have three people when Mama Marilyn arrives. So it would be selfish of her to fight for this big ass cabin all for herself when there are no other open accommodations nearby. So Emery gets in her old ass vintage car to leave, but the car won't start, of course. And there's a big storm a comin', so Scott says she should just stay at their cabin for the night. No harm.
1: Yeah. There's a the couch. So Emery's car is in the shop and the roads have to clear away. So she's essentially stuck for the moment, uh, which is fine by Katie because she's majorly intrigued by Emery and all of her travel experience. And so Emery tries to write, but this old fashioned, traditional American Christmas thing is not her, you know, she's, she's not feeling it. So she's got some writer's block. However, Katie and Scott are creating a best Christmas to-do list, which is full of Christmas traditions. Uh, They are about to tackle number one, which is cutting down a Christmas tree. When Emery realizes this is exactly what she needs for her article, so she asks if she could basically just tag along and observe their old-fashioned fun
0: so it's a success, yay! And after the success of cutting down their tree, uh, Katie feels like Emery really should join them on their next action item, which is ice skating. So sure, why not? <laughs> um, so there they run into Katie's friend from school, his name is Johnny, and his mom, Alice. So Emery clearly sees that Alice has got it bad for Scott. Um, She even teases Scott about it. But he says he's not thinking about dating since the death of his wife is still fresh in his mind. Um, He doesn't consider it a date, however, when they run into Alice and Johnny later. And she scored two extra tickets to the Nutcracker just for Scott and Katie. That's not a
1: date at all. No. Um, There's no
0: ticket for Emery. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But Emery is very much amused by this whole situation.
1: Yeah, she, she's totally doing the whole, like, okay, of course she doesn't like you, Scott. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's not interested <laughs> at all. Uh, so soon the roads are clear, but the bridge is down. So Emery still can't leave. Uh, somehow Scott's mom, Marilyn, was able to get through. Like, she basically, like, she gets the five-minute window that everything is, available to get get in and she comes (laughs) equipped with their old-fashioned traditional ornaments to decorate the tree as this is an essential christmas tradition of course emery has to help when scott and katie go off on their nutcracker not a date date uh, emery and marilyn get some gift wrapping bonding time and marilyn is clearly hoping that emery and scott will become a thing so, uh, all right.
0: When Emery announces that her car will be ready in the morning, the whole family interjects that she surely needs to stay to get more stuff for her article, and she would be a very welcome addition to their Christmas. So Emery decides to stay. Woohoo! Woo-hoo. She's staying. She's leaving. She's staying. She's leaving. Anyway, <laughs> what, a, what an adventure. Um, so she joins in on all the Christmas festivities, and Emery's really getting into it. And Scott is clearly getting into Emery. And it's getting more and more apparent that he might be warming up to dating probably sooner than he thought. <laughs> they even share a moment under the stars where they almost kiss. But it's interrupted by Katie shouting for a glass of water. Damn it, Katie. Go get it yourself, girl.
1: <laughs> you are grown. You got legs. You're right. She's like eight. Come on. <laughs> um, So... At the holiday hayride slash Christmas bonfire, which is, a guess, a thing? Isn't it is a Pine d- Grove. <laughs> isn't hay done by Christmas? Anyway, whatever. It's fine. Um, Alice approaches Scott and tells him that it's clear that he and Emery have amazing magical chemistry. And she's happy for him and for herself because she doesn't want to waste her time pursuing someone who's not interested. So, like, good job, Alice. We, we like when... The, Women gracefully step aside, yeah, it's almost Don't always waste women your time girl, but it's always almost always women. you never see men do this, you're right.
0: <laughs> mm.
1: <laughs> All right so they share a friendly hug, which Emery sees, and of course it's a hallmark movie, so she misconstrues this as romance, and to make matters worse, Emery overhears Scott telling Marilyn about how Alice is great, but not the girl for him but. She doesn't hear that it's about Alice and thinks that it's about her. So she basically flips the Alice situation. Yeah. So, of course, uh, if Emery had listened a bit longer, she would have heard Scott tell Marilyn that Emery is quite possibly the greatest woman he's ever met, uh, and he didn't expect to feel so in love a second time. But, of course, she doesn't listen, so...
0: Ay 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 Emery. am. Ay ay ay, so, ay 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 ay. So the next morning, Emery for sure decides to leave. Like she's leaving now. There's no like there's no obstacle now getting in her way. <laughs> she's leaving. <laughs> um so she makes up a bunk assignment that um it's that is taking her to Kathmandu. And it's Christmas Eve, and the family is visibly disappointed that she's leaving, of course. Um, Plus, there is still a storm a-coming, and Emery wants to leave before it hits. But on the way out, Katie emails Emery all the photos that she took of their amazing Christmas adventures, and Emery realizes that she never actually told Scott how she felt about him. Duh. And (laughs) she's making a huge mistake. So, JK, she's not leaving. She drives back. But... Her car dies on the way.
1: Ah! Ah! Yes. So, uh, her car is stuck, like, just past the bridge. And I guess it's, she's going to just die in the cold out there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and through a weird series of phone calls, Scott gets word that Emery is stuck in the snow. And he goes out after her. And he does find her, which is great. And they both share their feelings and a kiss. And since... One kiss kiss means means forever! forever, We know they will be sharing many Christmas traditions for years to come. No, seriously, they get engaged, I think? Maybe? It's a little unclear. There's no ring. It's about an almond. (laughs) Um, and that happens like the next day, due to some weird Scandinavian rice pudding traditional thing. We'll we'll talk about it. I'm sure it'll be fine. <laughs> so the end. <laughs> uh, so yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So uh. I think I think with that, that my my first what the fuck moment is in that in that moment of, um well my note says rising so mm-hmm. let's just talk a little bit about this this scandinavian rice pudding sure um as as number one uh what the fuck moment for katie me katie not in the movie katie um so <laughs> rising is this scandinavian rice pudding where you find an almond if you so there's a big bucket of rice pudding it's supposed to be delicious and if and there's one almond in the whole batch. And if you find the almond, you are going to be um, getting married. Although I did look this up, and apparently sometimes
1: the prize is getting a marzipan pig. <laughs> <laughs> I so, think I would go with the almond. I'm not a big marzipan person, but that's that's a personal choice. True. Though I, like, I like the little shapes that you can make with marzipan like a pig. I Kinda enjoy like looking at them. I don't like fondant, but I like the shapes you can make. Yeah. Very similar.
0: Um. So, uh, so if like you're supposed to get married within the year or something, if you find this this almond, and um, when so she makes it at the end of the movie, and somehow they both find an almond, uh huh, or something, and they kind of look at each other, and he basically says, "How about it?" And she's yeah. like, sure. So <laughs> they're engaged now. Yeah,
1: I guess. It's so unclear. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a very odd way to be like, and now they're together forever, like, officially. So this is why we talk about both things,
0: the loving it and the, like, what the fucking it. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds weird. Um, Because I, I feel like that moment is the same thing for me. I love it. I feel like it's kind of romantic and magical and cute and aww. But on the other side, it's just like, wait, what? How are you, like... <laughs> spent christmas together and everyone is in love at christmas like
1: (laughs) also at no point do they discuss or like you know this is one of those christmas movies or really hallmark movies where like they work in this context and we do not touch out of the this context so like no what happens when they both have to go home? <laughs> Absolutely. I am not sure if they live in the same place.
0: <laughs> no, and she travels all the time, and now she's an instamom. Like,
1: yeah, there's there's a lot of logistical things that need to be worked out.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, I have more to say, but Hannah, I think you should move on to your next "what the fuck" okay. moment.
1: So my my true what the fuck moment for this movie, um, I've seen it a couple times and I thought it both times. So she gets stranded because her car breaks down. And she basically is like, oh my God, I'm going to die in this car. I'm freezing, blah, blah, blah. You know, she's worried about it. But she's literally next to a sign that says like, welcome to Pine Grove. And I cannot for the life of me figure out why she can't get out and walk to town. (laughs) And it's about, like, I guess, like, space in this movie. Because also, when uh, Scott comes for, like, goes after her, he's gotten a lot of phone calls. So he knows that, like, she's stuck. But it's been hours. Like, how far does he think she's gotten? Like I' have the, it, no idea. she 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 just made it to the, like the edge of town, so it's not that big of a inconvenience for him to go get her there, but if she had been two hours down the road, that's a completely different story <laughs>
0: like you know like luckily it's Hallmark <laughs> land, and everything is going to work out, and everyone is you know uh perfectly situated
1: <laughs> so. right, so i just i I find that so baffling and troubling and I guess there's also a part of me that's like literally what like two weeks ago maybe less you know I there was a huge storm when I was visiting my parents in Massachusetts and my father actually did have to park like on the side of the road and walk the rest of the way home because a oh, tree of and the thing was you just do it you know, it's like, well, this is what I've got to do. And no, it wasn't snowing and all of that. But, you know, I have absolutely been like, well, I'm close. I'm going to have to walk the rest of the way. Like, you don't have es- another choice.
0: And it's especially weird for Emery as a character because she's traveled all around the world. So one would think that she's got a pretty good sense of direction.
1: Right. Uh, she's and probably- trudged through
0: hard things.
1: Right. She's probably pretty good at just, like, adapting yeah, and going with the flow in a lot of ways. And in a lot of this movie, she is, and then occasionally she's not. And this is one of those situations where I'm like, this doesn't feel right. I hear that for sure. Um...
0: I my my next what the fuck moment is it kind of goes off of what we were talking about at the top of the episode about how um Bridget Reagan is just so beautiful. Um, she just really is. But so Emery keeps saying about Alice, the other woman. Oh my God, she's perfection. She's gorgeous. She's most she's the most beautiful woman I think I've ever seen, mm-hmm. and stuff like or like or you know not maybe not yeah. that far, but whatever. But in my humble opinion, not that Alice isn't really good looking. How can right. you think that you are not as beautiful as right. like right. when you look she's... like her?
1: <laughs> I I completely understand. It's like, do you not own a mirror? <laughs> like what is happening? Yes, not maybe she's just being humble but that's so boring yeah i get it i get it um so my next one is throughout this movie people or it's mostly at the beginning that people that katie is like i want to go to pine grove and then emery is like i go to pine grove and people know what she's talking like they know what they're talking about people have heard of pine grove And I feel like it's like saying, I'm going to, you know, New York for Christmas, except it's Pine Grove, no state. Yeah. Like, where, where is this place? How do all these people know about it and know that it's a Christmas destination? But like, when Emery is talking to her dad, he's like, oh yeah, we've been there. She's like, we have?
0: Well, yeah, well, cause, but she doesn't say like, you know, oh, have you heard about it that way? She's like, we're going to this, I'm going to this place called Pine Grove, and he just happens to have known about yeah, it. Yeah,
1: but like, I, I believe um, Scott's mom has heard of it, uh, uh. other people, like, like multiple people are like, oh yeah, that sounds like a great idea, Like or like, that's <laughs> a good place, and I'm like, I, I feel, so my family used to go to this place called Stump Sprouts, and I feel like It's me saying that and people knowing what I'm talking about Mm. which is I would never in a million years expect people to know what I was talking about. I'd be surprised if they did. (laughs) Um, The last
0: thing I kind of want to touch on um, is not necessarily specific to this movie but I believe it or not based on this conversation I love this movie. I love it a lot and I watch Mm -hmm. it every Christmas. Um, but the last time I watched it, I, I got this idea in my head and now I kind of wish that someone would write this movie and maybe that person is me. Mm -hmm. So with all of these Hallmark movies where there is a child who is actively trying to get their parent together with someone else, um, like we've seen it all the time. We just did it in October kiss, whatever. Um, especially with somebody like Emery who it doesn't really seem to have these maternal instincts. I want to see the movie where Katie is 17 and she's a bastard teen and she's fighting with this parent. She worked so hard to get her dad with at Christmas. <laughs> and like, what happens when you're like, you're not my real mother. Like, where I mean, is that
1: story? Uh, that would be a fun one too. Right. Yeah. Cause
0: I've been thinking about it a lot. Like what, they're all young kids you don't often see them as teenagers and if you do they're like 14 so it's not that bad but like what happens when the first time Ashley Williams tells you to pick up after yourself in the living room like whoa
1: (laughs) very very true
0: that's all that's my that's my thesis
1: all right should we jump into Hallmark Hallmarks
0: show enough
1: there are a ton Grandin, yeah, there the aren't. premise of this movie is basically like how many uh, Christmas traditions, otherwise known as hallmark hallmarks, can we fit into one movie? Let's do it. <laughs> okay, so my first one is that there is a precocious child. Yes.
0: Oh my gosh, I have so many even before we get to Katie. Um, okay. So uh, she and her beginning boyfriend are on the di- on a different page.
1: <laughs> So they break up in the first scene. True, true. Um, I have that a snowstorm is coming. Yeah!
0: Uh, she's not big on Christmas or is somehow unaware of Christmassy things.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, just for tonight, that turns into significantly longer than that.
0: <laughs> I, I do have unwarranted antagonism because they are pretty rude to each other at the very beginning when they're bickering about who is getting to stay
1: at the cabin.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, they're quite mean, actually.
1: <laughs> I have the mom that's overly interested in her child's, in this case, Scott's, love life.
0: We have a creative block montage. I can't <laughs> write. Let's have a montage where I do other things.
1: Yep. Yeah. Um, I have uh, the obliviousness of the man of to the other woman that's interested in him where he he's he's not
0: seeing it. Um speaking of which, I have the romantic rival on purpose gets the other's name wrong, intention. Mm. So like she goes, "Oh, hi Emily." It's yeah. Emery. You know it's Emery. <laughs> yeah. Decorating
1: the tree, trimming the tree together. Yeah, ice skating. Um I have the friend saying, oh, there's a man, so you must be interested in him. <laughs> Hannah, that was literally my
0: next one. I am so happy. <laughs> um, I have one I don't think we've ever talked about before. The family asking them to be in the photos. Oh, yeah, they do. You know, she's yeah. basically a stranger, so she tries to edge away, but they're like, no, no, join us. <laughs> yeah, right,
1: right. Be part of the family, Officially, by being in our family photos. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a normal name that's spelled abnormally in Katie, where she just spells it like slightly off from the way you would expect it to be spelled.
0: What's funny about that, though, is growing up, everyone assumed that my name was, had a Y and not an IE.
1: I have never met a Katie who
0: uses a Y. Because, because it's wrong. It's wrong. <laughs> Sorry to anybody. Who uses Sorry. To, yeah, the y. <laughs> I apologize to anybody out there who has the Y. But um, back to Hallmark. Hallmarks. <laughs> um, I have gingerbread house making.
1: Yes. Uh, we have an interrupted kiss.
0: Oh, I wrote twice. Oh, right, because he tries to kiss her in the car, and like a, the phone rings or something. Uh, yeah, sort
1: of. But then they end up going for it, I think. Yeah. Whatever.
0: Um, building a snowman.
1: <laughs> uh, I, so this is a, one that I don't think we've talked about before. Um, they're making plans for next Christmas before this Christmas even happens. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. That happens a lot. Um, roasting marshmallows. Mm-hmm. Um I feel like it's now become a hallmark hallmark of the graceful bowing out of the other woman.
0: Yes. Yeah. Absolutely, that's a very good one. Um, Miss overheard and misconstrued.
1: Yeah, and and then not communicating about it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she just pieces out. She's like, bye. Yeah. So I think we are at the end of my list. Did you have any more? Yeah,
0: I have one that's kind of that we see a lot, but I don't think we've ever talked about as a hallmark hallmark. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna talk about that thing where they're looking back on photos that they took throughout the movie. But the angles that are impossible. They, <laughs> that are impossible for them to have taken. Yes. So that are or that are or absolutely production stills or something. <laughs> There's even a moment um where Katie's taking a picture and she's like um take uh, like say cheese and they turn around and they go cheese but the way that the shot was configured like they're taking a picture in front of the snowman but they're actually behind the snowman so there's no way that the picture that she took could have yeah. actually been the picture it's really yeah.
1: dumb. yeah it's well, fun to yeah well yeah we though. do get that a, a lot where it's yes. like no like don't even you're not trying uh anyway. Um, uh pretty parade. <laughs> pretty parade. So first of all, uh we could just I feel like we've talked about Roger Regan enough yeah. at this point. So like you you know. Um, but I can tell you that both Katie and Emery each have two coats. And I believe the reason that Emory only has two coats is because she has to wear her puffy one a lot because she's five months pregnant. <laughs> That's it,
0: right. I forgot that.
1: And I, had, I didn't things. know that.
0: Usually, we're, like, you and I are usually pretty good about picking out the, the Hallmark pregnancies. But I, I did not on this one.
1: And this one, it, it, I think it's pretty hard to tell because she wears her coat a lot. And she wears a puffy coat. And when you're mm. wearing a puffy coat, you just don't have a ton of shape. So it's completely like like why would you see like a like 5 months is like showing but it's not super obvious. Yeah. You just like it's it's in that like right before you like truly like pop and get like the pregnancy belly look. So yeah, I think I think it's that puffy coat. I'm putting most of it on that puffy coat. <laughs>
0: Well, it also makes sense that she's wearing the puffy coat because the only suitcase that she brought is my pretty parade. It's a tiny little red suitcase with all of the cliche little travel stickers on it. Like, where have you been? But I did write, there's no way that she packed that light. <laughs> so of <laughs> course you're going to wear your puffy coat because your thinner one is the only thing you can fit.
1: <laughs> into the, right. Though, I, I, out of curiosity... Have you ever seen those stickers for real? Like where do no. you get them?
0: Um you can get them well okay I have seen them in like the gift shops of like places I've traveled like cuz you know how in, yeah. in Europe they have like the two letter like country yeah. abbreviation that you can put on yeah, cars can, like they sell get... those as
1: stickers. Yeah, those I've seen. But like I've never seen the like long thin ones that are always on those bags. I don't know. I
0: don't, I don't know. I have a couple weird stickers that I have on the inside of my costume trunk because I don't want to put it on the outside. But it says like "I love New York" and "I got coffee in this place." Mm-hmm. So. Yeah,
1: yeah. So, all right, uh, across the universe, do you have anything? Um, the only thing that I thought was kind of fun was that um, the woman who plays Scott's mother. Who uh is why have I forgotten her name already? Ter- Terrell Rothery, yeah. Yeah. Um she plays uh Julia Wise in another movie who is like a guru to like all things Christmas. And I thought it was oh, yeah. sort of fun that she's doing the Christmas traditions with her family in this one.
0: That's a good one. Yeah. Um I also have that um There's a character named Hal and he's like the bumbling guy that messed up the booking and he played Pete, the bumbling guy who ran the orchard and gave away all of his apples for falling for you Mm -hmm. that we talked about. He's in, I think, everything. Um, I have kind of weird one Her, uh Emery's dad, which we only see and like they're talking on the phone, but they film him. Mm-hmm. He's reading a book called like One Foot Crow or something, and I thought that it was a weird looking book, and I looked it up and it's not a book at all, but it is a local Canadian whiskey distillery. And <gasps> I just like was like curious if anyone who worked on this movie actually listens to our podcast and was like, how did that become like a book jacket or what is he reading? And I don't know. I just thought it was really strange and interesting. That's
1: that's strange. Also on top of like, he's supposed to be in like Hong Kong or something. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah.
0: If anyone can answer that little, Weird. I don't know, maybe it was somebody's friend owns it. He's like, I'm in a, Oh, maybe they gave money. Maybe they're a sponsor. And that was maybe. the only way. <laughs> It just occurred to me okay Maybe. that was that was my across the sort of universe sort of
1: universe, new and noteworthy I didn't really have any. I had a couple oh. um I had that it was sort of refreshing that Emery is really initially not territorial over Scott and Katie with Alice, yeah, she's very like, no, I don't know these people about it until like the when like they're in love and then she's a little bit more territorial, but like, yeah, she's, she's not like, it's not like, Oh no, these are the people I met. They're mine. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Um, and the other new and noteworthy is that when she's talking to her friend boss, um, about, uh, whose name I think is Victoria, um, Uh, Veronica, Veronica. Veronica you're right um she, her friend like is like no you need to communicate with each other and she actually uses the word communication which is what we always say they have issues with and I was like Haha, you're you're using the terminology I need you to be using thank you
0: friend boss is another hallmark hallmark that I didn't say that we didn't yeah, say that's true
1: that's true that is one good job uh, supporting shout-out? The mother. I just like their relationship. Me too. I think it's cute that, that she and Emery are, like, friends. Yeah,
0: I <laughs> really liked that, um, that they become, like, actual legit, like, buddies, like, gal pals. Yeah. And I like that she uh, decides to go traveling with
1: Hal. Yeah, she's going to she's gonna stop, like, living the ro- the role of grandmother exclusively and go be a person yeah good for you Mm-hmm.
0: <sighs> kiss okay. meter kiss meter you want to go first sure um i gave it a nine actually um i like how i i am a big fan of when a kiss is interrupted but then they go for it anyway um, I I always think that that's just a, a nice little boost. And I think that they had a great connection and this kiss was certainly well-earned because they danced around each other enough in this movie. Um, but at the end of the day, they both really looked like they were having a good time. And that's what you look for
1: in a Hallmark kiss. Because it doesn't always happen. That, that is true. Um, I agree with you completely. Uh, I also gave it a 9 because I also love the like desperation of like no we're gonna kiss now god damn it I don't care what anybody's <laughs> like that you know we were about to be interrupted now <clears throat> like it's it, there's something really sexy about that uh the only thing the reason it's not a 10 for me is that it should have lasted longer mm, good point. it was a little too short
0: yeah. so Hannah
1: yes Katie would you watch this movie so when we were talking about this movie before I'd re-watched it to take notes on I was like I don't remember if this is good or not I feel like I don't like this movie and I am so happy to say that I think this movie is adorable so I think Yay. I would recommend it <laughs> <laughs> and like I really thought I was gonna be like no I wouldn't recommend this movie and I'm like No, that's cute
0: obviously i said before i agree um i don't remember writing this in my notes but i already said it that i watch this one every year um i think it's fun she's beautiful she's cute um she's the kind of hallmark heroine that i want to see more of um he's Pretty damn easy on the eyes as well. Mm. It's got a cool mom, yeah. And and, yeah. and I just really love. I love movies that have lists, like the, <laughs> the, where you know you have to get, you have to see certain amount of things. They tell you you have this list of things that you're going to witness, and I love that. And so, and this was a perfect way, I think, of getting all the Christmas tropes in there without it
1: being so forced. Fed. It's like we had a list. It was organized. Yes. And it's great. That is true. Yeah. I think this is probably one of the best list movies like this. Yeah. Where they're like, I want to do all the Christmas things. This one is right up there in like one of the best versions.
0: I agree. Yeah. Very, very cool. Well, great. Yeah. So. um, Do we, what? do you think that this episode comes out in time for us to say? Yes.
1: You're totally right. Yes. We're going to be on the Hallmarkies podcast next week. Yay! (laughs) Um, And we're going to be talking about all the brand new uh, Hallmark Christmas movies that are airing this weekend. There are four of them. So you'll know what we're doing this weekend. (laughs) Yeah.
0: You can... (laughs) Yeah. Oh my gosh. There are four of them. We're going to be watching them. I don't think we're going to be tweeting them because we're going to be watching them and taking notes. But we will
1: be. Maybe we'll be able to do both. Who knows? Yeah. Well, we're gonna give it a shot. Um. Or we, you know, we haven't decided yet. Uh. But yes. Uh, I'm not sure exactly when those that is gonna come out. I'm gonna guess. Maybe even after our next episode. Maybe. Um. Not sure. But so we don't. We don't a hundred percent know when it's gonna come out. Um. So sorry about that. But it's definitely for the weekend of the thirteenth of. Uh. November so the movies that are airing the 14th and 15th on Hallmark Channel we're going to be talking about on Hallmarkies on the Hallmarkies podcast uh, and you should come check that out.
0: Yeah I think she labeled it as week four of Countdown to Christmas so if that that'll be what you look for on Hallmarkies
1: pod. Yeah yeah so we're gonna recap them and and talk about what we thought. And if we if we do end up tweeting them, you can
0: join in the tweetathon on Twitter and follow us on Instagram at one kiss means forever. So one and four are the numbers. And you can email us at one forever at gmail.com. That's all spelled out.
1: Yes, and thank you as always to Flint Pastures for our intro outro music. And you can find his stuff on Apple Music, Spotify, and SoundCloud if you would like more of that. It's Christmas!
0: Christmas! All right, folks, bye!